0: Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast.
1: So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show.
2: All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. MintMobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
0: Okay, before we get into anything of creep time after dark, welcome back everybody. I, have to, I just teased you with this story, and I have to tell everybody the story. So we were talking about roaches and different scenarios where <clears> we encountered roaches in our lives. I have the worst story for you about a roach that I'm going to need you to, like, brace I'm yourself for. I'm ill already. Now, when I was 16, my first job was Chuck E. Cheese. That, that was the first place I worked. And it's technically a restaurant. There's food. There's a salad bar, et cetera. The salad bar, disgusting. It was Written with mold. It was bad news. You don't want to eat at that salad bar or most salad bars. But nothing will ever top the foulness, the fouletry of when I was on Cheese Duty. What Cheese Duty is, is you have it's a pizza place. So you have to go around <laughs> to all of the different cheese shakers and the pepper shakers on the tables and you got to replace the cheese. And by replace, they just mean top it off. So the cheese that's, that's on the so bottom, nasty. that Parmesan, that's been there since 2001, honey
1: that's oh
0: it's it's hard you know like if you were to like bite down on that you'd chip a tooth a back tooth yeah so I opened one of the shakers and dropped it on the table because I saw something moving inside of it out from the cheese from the Parmesan good Parmesan (laughs) (laughs) crawled a cheese coated cockroach out from the cheese shaker onto the table
1: named Reggiano (laughs) Reggiano the roach baby I
0: w- I just I stood there looking at this roach Which was it seemed like it was at death's door Like it had somehow gotten trapped inside of the cheese shaker Because it was way too big to like have crawled in Unless it was like an egg or something before
1: Oh god
0: And oh! I just saw this roach slow crawl Like like its last breaths As it's like coated in parmesan And I was like this cheese shaker <laughs> Has been routinely used by people like topping off their pizzas with it And that scarred me in such a way. And again, this is no shade to Chuck E. Cheese. Like this is all allegedly, but (laughs) that (laughs) fucked me up. I saw that That and I
1: crazy. I
0: said, I think I need to call out. I think I need to go home. Literally roach dust on your cardboard pizza. The other girls who were working who saw that started screaming. Like they were like, "This is the most terrifying." It was. That place is so rancid. It's is a, Chuck
1: E. Cheese still around?
0: It is still around. It is okay. Um, I think their pizza is actually pretty good. Did you ever go there as a kid?
1: I remember my older brother had a birthday party there, but I don't mm-hmm. think I ever went back. We did like one party there, and
0: yes. it's a gay rite of passage. That was it. They, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you always start having your birthday as a Chuck E. Cheese. That's right.
1: <laughs> That's right. Um, he had that one party. Um, I have definitely seen the memes of like the like scary chucky e. cheese costumes yeah. like
0: they used to be really the, scary
1: they were really scary
0: yeah and the mascot one because we all had to be chucky never washed
1: ew oh my god
0: that was the thing because we were on a rotation to all be chucky so when you had to be chucky this is how they trained you they said okay so you go into the back room the costume's hanging up for you you put you put it on and everything you go out you do the road show or whatever they're gonna have you do out there or a birthday and then you come back on you don't even spray it with a disinfectant you spray it with a knockoff bottle of febreze the inside of like the mask at no (laughs) other point is it laundered and it's that's been the system, I'm going to guess, since 2000.
1: <laughs> like, no wonder they just made a damn horror movie that's like Chuck E. Cheese coated. Have you seen I, this?
0: Five Nights at Freddy's, I have not seen it yet. Yes, I've heard success. it's pretty good, though. I, Although Chuck E. Cheese did announce, I think they're trying to latch onto like the PR piggyback of it. They announced the following day after the movie came out, they're getting rid of all of their animatronics except for one flagship store or flagship <gasps> restaurant.
1: Okay, so see, I didn't even remember that an animatronic was like a part of Chuck E. Cheese. Like you walk in, there's little characters. Oh, I didn't even remember that.
0: Well, it's part of the birthday show. So like there's a big, there's a stage and like the birthday area. I can't believe you don't know this. And yeah, the curtain opens and like all the, there's all the characters, the animatronics. And then of course the curtain has to close because Chucky has to like come out from backstage to like do your birthday show. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, we didn't make it that far. Okay. <laughs> I think Garrett must have had one traumatic birthday party. And my parents were like, never again. <laughs>
0: that place is traumatic. It's it's Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes down. A lot of kids, like, pissed inside the tubes, like, the tunnel system. And I remember my manager, Richard Dick, Um, he was trying to, like, solicit all of us to go up and clean it. And we, like, it was like a mutiny where we were like, we're not doing that. We're above cleaning piss. Like, hire somebody to do it. And he was like backed into a corner and he's like I I don't know what to do and he got up in there he must have been about six five that grown man crawled his ass inside of that tube system with a thing of pledge some Lysol and a rag a piss rag and he started scrubbing the inside of that tube system and did he get a raise no he did not Hey,
1: put a two. <laughs> hey, put a two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Baby, I, I need you of. to pull me a word. I need a, I need a I'm jump I'm pulling off. you a word.
1: Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> okay. hey, put a tape i I'm crying. Okay. Here we go. Drum roll. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. What do we got?
1: Road trip.
0: Okay. I'm going to let you start this one because- I'm chock full of stories. When was the last road trip you went on?
1: Okay. I think this summer. (laughs) She just
0: took her last breath.
1: (laughs) I really did. I was like, I'm going to
0: let you start. And the life left your body. You went. I was like, what was that?
1: (laughs) Because all I can think of is this past summer that John and I had to go to what felt like eighth, thousand weddings and we you did road tripped for so many of those weddings because it was just cheaper to fly i mean you could to become a planner at this to point fly. you could be
0: a, an event planner after all that you've had oh, enough experience Oh my god
1: i we did a um and i get carsick so we did Ooh. a once you start going into mountains and stuff and i had a friend Nightmare. that was getting married in the mountains of north carolina and it was so late john had been driving first of all shout out to him because he drove for like seven hours straight or whatever from dc we stopped like one time it was dark as hell and we're like going up these winding roads trying to find our cabin that we're staying in i (laughs) we did what felt like back to back like five and six hour and seven hour road trips like three weekends in a row is what it felt like i know it wasn't back to back but it, it was definitely within the course of like a month and a half, and I was like, I can't drive anymore.
0: <laughs> oh God, how did yeah. you? How did you handle that? I I would have started saying no to people. Honestly,
1: well, you know what's funny is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I said no to three following. No, I'm just kidding. I these were all of my high school friends. All my really good high school friends got married this year, Can and they I they just I a little bit better. Friends.
0: I mean, pick a few I different know. ages, I said, guys.
1: Like. Can we all not just all get married together? Come on now.
0: Um, or if you're, at least you're gonna do this, like let's have one big joint wedding and be a little more efficient with this. Yeah, we can have a big like summer yeah. blowout.
1: We could have a whole <laughs> incestuous. I mean, everybody. It is pretty funny though, because like when you go to high school weddings, you're like, okay, I know that person. You stuck up with that person, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so th- that's my most recent road trip. But I will say I love a road trip, as you know.
0: They can be fun. Well, okay. Was tour technically a road trip for it? That was our road trip. I would
1: say that was our road trip, baby.
0: I mean, that was fun, but that was also trying at times. Yeah. Truck. Let's let's put the truck out of the equation for a second because the truck is its own like (laughs) hotbed of sinister energy. Just the van. Touring in a (laughs) van, which I found a picture of the other day, the inside of the van. And you know what's in the background of the picture? What? It's a Popeye's cup. In the cup holder, and I knew exactly where that came from. I'm like I was like a detective, where I'm like, I don't even need to fingerprint that. I know exactly who was holding it. Uh, was it me? Yes, it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Give me that sweet tea and a biscuit. Um, I
0: feel like the van that we drove was actually okay. It wasn't. Ter- it was. Did you get car sick in that at all? Because I don't remember you being car sick. I would get
1: carsick. Um, I remember specifically when we were driving into Colorado. It's any time we
0: start Wind, doing windy, windy roads, roads. And higher elevations. too. And start to lose it. Yes. No. Yes. That's, I think that's bad for everybody. It's like really tough. And it's better if you're the one driving, I would say, because you have like the clearest POV of the road. But passenger yeah. and, and backseat, it's like nausea city.
1: <laughs> I'm just wondering when we can talk about... <laughs>
0: Bring, driving bring it up the- baby, bring it up baby I'm driving <laughs> Said, the Speaking truck of Colorado
1: I- <laughs> Hitting that bump
0: You Don't know what you did to me First of all I could sue you because you took years <laughs> Off my life for it
1: Wait, We have to give the creepers a play By play because um- <laughs> honest to god This solidified our friendship More than any other event
0: well, why – okay, let's first start. Why were we the ones driving the truck, this big rider truck through mm. the Rockies of mm-hmm. Colorado? Why were we – did we volunteer to do that? Because it was scary.
1: Yes, because nobody else would do it. And you and I, being the fearless warriors that we think we well, are y- – Well, listen, we were- you
0: drove it. <laughs> you drove the thing. You were –
1: Yeah, I. I remember – I forget why I said I would, but I was like – Because you were
0: brave. (laughs) Because you were brave. I guess so.
1: I remember everybody being like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, well, y'all, somebody has to drive this. I think that was
0: me included. I was like, I'm not doing it. But then when you volunteered to do it, I I think in my mind from remembering, I was like, I want to go with her to keep her company because that's really fucking scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, we have to paint this picture for the creepers. Oh my the, god, creepers! Oh we're up in the actual Rocky Mountains. We have done a show, and to get down the mountain, we have to drive this huge 26 foot truck.
0: It was crazy, it was crazy. It we, was so we we're nuts. not trained to do that. We're not like, no, we we're not equipped to drive a truck like that.
1: A huge truck and creepers, like, literally, wasn't it like hailing or something at one point?
0: <laughs> okay. I do remember this now because we took a turn. I think either I went up the mountain and then you went down, or it was vice versa. But at one point, either going up or down, yeah. we did hit like it was like a snowstorm. I remember, mm-hmm. and I I think I was driving because I turned to you and I said, "I'm sorry, but I'm gonna stop the truck." Like I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, "I remember, I remember that." Because I was like, if I have compromised visibility, I'm not even gonna try to be brave and like take my chances here. I'm like, I'm gonna stop the truck. We can go at like one mile per hour, and I can like inch our way down but i'm not gonna go fast at all like if anybody hits us they'll go flying like we'll be fine but i'm not gonna move
1: (laughs) yeah i remember that and i remember i drove it down the mountain very clearly i remember that because i remember (laughs) saying to you if i look out that window right now yes because it's just we were just On the edge of a mountain. And I was like, I can't look out. And you were like, please don't. Because (laughs) you looked out and we were like literally on the edge of the mountain.
0: Creepers. Okay, Let me paint this picture very clearly. Think like mountains of GTA. Like it's like a cartoon side of a mountain. There is a clear drop off to this road. You don't have a high Mm -hmm. rail. You don't have anything that's going to catch you, especially if you're in a truck. Like you get one wheel like off the road partially. The whole thing's going down. So that's what we're working on. My stomach with. is churning right I now. I know. I don't know what – it was because we were like in our early 20s so we could like – we could handle that kind of mental stress. But <laughs> I just remember us like – we could barely breathe. We, our chests were so tight in that truck just like being like if we both keep each other calm, we're going to get through mm-hmm. this because we have to move the truck. We have to do it. But the moment, the moment where I thought we were going to lose our lives <laughs> – because I don't know what you, what you hit that caused this, but while driving, what did you hit? What was it? <laughs> did you kill somebody and I don't the know about funny,
1: it? The, the funniest part about it was that we had just gotten down the mountain. So it was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that we accomplished that. And we're both still here in one piece. And it was like seconds later, I was crossing, it was some like little bridge and there was like a, uh lift in the road. Right, like a little like a, yeah, like
0: a little like level like drop a little or something. Bump. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> you were looking down. Were you doing the truck log? I was doing
0: I was doing the truck log because yeah. my eyes were down and I was like, great, we're done with this trip basically. <laughs> so let me do the truck log. <laughs> and you hit this little lip in the road. And I thought because I hadn't been looking up, the last image I had was the drop off <laughs> of the side of the road stew. So when I felt that bump, and then it was such a big bump that the glove compartment popped open or something or the dash like popped off I (laughs) thought in that moment I said we are going off the edge of the mountain this is my last moment on earth and Stu just rode us off a fucking mountain
1: I can't I creepers I have tears in my eyes for all this (laughs) time
0: I look I'm like the thought like the moment of looking up into the dead space and just think like my life flashing before my eyes, where I was thinking about, I wish I did that thing in college. Why didn't I say this in middle school? Oh, I've never been to Bermuda. Like I was just like going through all of these things in two seconds. And you looked at me, and our eyes were so wide they were gonna fall out of our skulls.
1: I've never seen the pure shock I saw on your face. <laughs> I don't think I have ever seen you come close to making that expression.
0: What did I look like since can, then? Can you,
1: you truly it? were just like like you were writing and such like you were so focused on writing in the log. And then I I hit it and the glove compartment popped off, and it was like boom. And I was fine because I knew I had just hit this little tiny bump. Right. But I look over at the glove compartment and then I look at you. This was literally your face. <laughs>
0: The, what okay what those eyes are saying to me is i'm physically i'm physically here i'm mentally somewhere <laughs> else like yeah, I, I you were fully I, my spirit was leaving my body early it was like all right time to check out of here because this thing's about to go <laughs> south <laughs> yeah. And after that, we were so traumatized from it that we didn't actually acknowledge, like, how fucking scary that was that we, we made all these jokes about, like, music that could have been playing during the takeoff. Yes. You know what would have been great? Speaking of that SNL sketch in the Mama Cass, that song would have been great for our, that our, our lift great. up. We went off the cliff. You've got to <laughs> make your own kind of music. Sing your own special song. Like... In fact, I'm going to make that somehow.
1: If you don't make that, I'm going to cry. I really need that immediately. Like, that is so funny. So, Creeper's other thing is that Silas... And I have been sending each other back and forth for years now. This video where a truck goes off the side of a mountain. It's like dash cam footage. (laughs) Dash cam. And Silas will put different songs behind it where the beat like drops at the moment the truck goes off. So we've got All I Want for Christmas is You.
0: We've got um, Demi Lovato song.
1: Lucky for you. Demi Lovato. I got all this daddy daddy issues.
0: issues. That song hits so hard at the peak of time. God, it
1: hits so hard.
0: When we first played that, I hope were you in the van for that when we first played that song because I will never forget that. Moment. I was,
1: I think I was driving and Cheyenne was navigating.
0: You're right, that's what it was because Cheyenne grabbed yeah. the ceiling. He
1: grabbed the ceiling, yes, because <laughs> he because he
0: was about to lose his life from yeah. the drop of that. That's oh, that album was so good. It had so many good songs on there. So
1: good. That was the like, what's wrong being with being confident album, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it had what's wrong with being confident. I think it had. It had the summer song. Cool for the Summer?
1: Yeah, it had Cool for the Summer.
0: Cool for the Summer is such a good song, too. Oh, wait. Maybe I'm conflating two different ones. I think that was a different album. This was the follow-up to that album. So, like, Cool for the Summer had already come from a different album. Because this was the one that was black and white. Cool for the Summer was, like, a full body shot and a bob Oh, damn. You're right. You're right. I'm a historian, baby.
1: You by the way, I think about Demi Lovato and you every time I <laughs> every see day. this new every <laughs> <laughs> practically because there's this new pharma ad that runs all the time called Devado.
0: <gasps> What's it for?
1: Couldn't tell you, but I was I'll tell you right I, now. I was hoping I'll you were gonna get into Google. like a whole
0: spiel. Devado could cause bloating. <laughs> Serious side effects <laughs> <Literally>. may occur inc- <laughs> in <Literally>. the <laughs> Devado oh,
1: HIV HIV treatment pill.
0: Div- oh, I'm happy you think of me. Um <laughs> <laughs> To be clear, I don't Divato. have HIV, but
1: <laughs> How could how could they like that sounds so much like demi Lovato and then you said devato.
0: She could sue for likeness and she'll never have to she work. She absolutely again.
1: could.
0: I'm going to preface this with, like, allegedly, this is some tea for you guys, creepers. I knew somebody, um, former roommate, who went on a date with her very well-known best friend, Demi Lovato's best friend. He's a gay guy. Mm -hmm. They went on a date. And, of course, like, she's a topic of conversation, I would assume, for, like, a lot of his his dates or, like, people he meets because he's probably not that interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But she is. (laughs) So he was spilling some tea on her and allegedly... What he was saying was that back in the Disney days when she had Sonny with a Chance on Disney and Miley, you know, was coming off of like all those seasons of Hannah Montana and now she was doing like tours and the movie. Demi and Miley started experimenting with each other and Disney execs knew, allegedly Disney execs knew (gasps) and told their parents because they were extremely concerned that if this got out and became like a press story because they were getting to the age where like mainstream press was starting to pick up stories and then like they were... Becoming teenagers. So in a weird way, like the publications were feeling more comfortable like writing about them. But that would have been a big bombshell story. Hannah Montana and Sunny with a chances Demi Lovato are hooking up because they're like 15 years old. And Disney contacted both sets of parents and had a mediation meeting about it. Because if it got out, this is allegedly what Demi said to her, I was telling her best friend. He's like now spilling all over Los Angeles. He said that if it got out, the Southern affiliates were threatening to like pull ads on Disney. Which is not, I mean, that's not uncommon. That happened back in the the late 90s too, I think, when it was, um, oh God, oh God, what was it? Uh, Don't Look Under the Bed, because Don't Look Under the Bed was the first Disney Channel original movie that featured an interracial kiss. And Disney got a lot of backlash from Southern affiliates because they were saying, we're going to pull our ad inventory if you run this. And they Disney defied them that's anyway, crazy. and they were like, "Well, we're gonna do it." So tough. Like, you can advertise yeah. to kids, or you cannot. You know, because Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network—they've got people getting fucked up the ass over there on those shows. Like, it's crazy. It's it's Armageddon. <laughs> like, Cartoon Network late at
1: night—that's
0: the Spice Channel, baby. That's the Spice Channel. <laughs>
1: that is the Spice Channel. And can I also just say? Can I tell you one of the most sinister? If somebody said to me, describe three things that are just. The most sinister things you can think of in this moment. You better believe one of those is Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: Oh, but you know I ate that shit up. You know I ate that I, up. Come you on. are sick in the head. I am. You
1: are sick in the head. What that, was so scary that, about it?
0: Okay, why was it so messed up for you? Why did that scar you?
1: You know what it was? I think it's a depicted the grandparents to be so like zany and weird and kooky and scary looking. And I had such loving, wonderful grandparents who I thought hung the moon. That I was like, this is so messed up that they're like, <laughs> like I just remember you thinking have that, that they scared complex. the crap out of me. I, th- I do. I think I do. you and I
0: both have that actually, because I I had similar experiences where I couldn't stand seeing movies or television where old people were like wronged in any way. That would mess yeah. me up for like, like I remember watching Eight Crazy Nights that movie, that cartoon with Adam Sandler. Yes. And like the they,
1: Hanukkah thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they like make um Whitey. Yeah. Whitey's like the old man character and he gets like laughed out of town or like something humiliating happens. I was so distraught over that. And I was at like a family event. I had to be taken out, taken home, because I was crying profusely. <laughs> and I must have been like nine, ten, like oh, just like sweetie. too too old to be like having a stroke over a cartoon. But Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know, that's based off of a real premise, right? Okay.
1: <laughs> my question to you was going to be like, tell me what the premise is. Because that was the other thing that freaked me out. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Okay, I just knew it was all sorts of chaos.
0: No, I learned this. I'm not joking, like, less than two years ago. Because I I always thought it was like a random, like, it's Miria, Muriel or Miriam, whatever her name was, and Eustace. They're like this older couple. They're like the last couple. Oh, shit. Sorry. I don't want to derail us. But my security system. Okay. This is freaking me out. I, I have a security system on the wall and it has a motion detector so when you get uh, I'm not kidding like 3 like inches away from it it will light up to be like oh you're about to like set the security alarm or something right it's been routinely like lighting up even though I'm all the way over here and I keep feeling like it's sensing something around it <laughs> like stop it's like a spirit <laughs> <sighs> Can you tap into your ESP real quick and let me I was know what's say, going on?
1: You know, sometimes I will see things <laughs> like don't, don't. in your window.
0: Don't say <laughs> that. Are you for real? I will
1: see things. Yeah. As we're recording sometimes, like just like little light things, like in that half window. How just could you say that whatever. to me? I
0: have to sleep here tonight. <laughs> I know. You just made I my, know. you just fucked up my stomach.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. I but like- I'm
0: sorry. I think, I think you're on to something, though, because, like, I do I, – I can't say, like, haunted things happen here, but I always yeah. get a sense that there's, like, a presence. But that security thing has been hella weird. Hella weird. It lights up as if, like, someone's putting their hand to it. That's so weird. Anyway, so if that's not creepy enough, back to Courage the Cowardly Dog, because this is what's going to fuck you up.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I'm
0: like, wait, I do need to know what the premise is. Yes, the premise of <laughs> road trips. <laughs> <laughs> the premise of Courage the Cowardly Dog is that it's this older couple, they're living out in like, kind of like the, I don't want to say the panhandle, but like middle of nowhere part of the country yeah. where there is nothing around them, It the land is dried up, not much going on, and all of these mysterious things are happening out there. It is actually based off of a place which I believe is in New Mexico called, literally, literally called Middle of Nowhere, New Mexico. That's the name of the county. Middle of Nowhere. It looks just like this does, and the reason it's famous is because there was one older couple who was the last couple living in that county, living in the middle of nowhere, and they had a dog. They disappeared. Like someone went I'm to really a... looking it up. No, for real, someone went to do a wellness check on them, and they were either dead or they disappeared. I think they disappeared, and all that was left was the dog. So, some sick fuck at Cartoon Network was like, "Let's write a children's cartoon based off of that." Pr- that <laughs> preface that's so weird isn't that scary
1: <laughs> can i tell you what's scarier <laughs> is that it is it is called the middle of nowhere new mexico but the real name of the town is nut <laughs> it's Not. absolutely called Nut New Mexico <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: oh, shit.
2: I'm
1: crying
0: that's literally Nut.
1: the name of the town when I just typed <gasps> in middle of nowhere New Mexico and yes I did it on Bing I the first thing that <laughs> popped up in huge font was Nut
0: New Mexico <laughs> hey I love that <laughs> I'm sure you do, baby. Can I tell you about, speaking of a road trip, when I was on a road trip with my sister not too long ago, I, it was for creep time, and I wanted to make it like a mm-hmm. little cross country Let's find the creepiest things across the country. Um, did I tell you I had an idea for that recently? Did I tell you about that? No. I want to write a road trip book.
2: Oh. And, and I want it to
0: be like, creep time, the road trip, 25 of the That's scariest brilliant. stops across the US. I'm like- just I, was falling in love with this idea and I started brainstorming all the places I've been and like not even just scary attractions you can see there or historically sinister attractions. But like, but also this is a great Airbnb location for like this Airbnb or this restaurant is like a staple of the town, like a proper road trip book. So anyway, we went to, I want to say someplace in Oklahoma and it's known as like Dead Girls Crossing or Dead Woman's Road. I think it is. Mm. Have you heard of this? (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'm gonna look it up and it's gonna be like I'm tits. Sh- Oklahoma I stop. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you there's a place called Tits, Oklahoma. So <laughs> we went there and it's like middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, if that's where it was. And we we stayed in like um I don't know, some kind of like a bed and breakfast or something. Just and we were like trying to ask everybody, do you know anything about the story of Dead Woman's Road? I think from what the lore is about it. It was a woman who, like, showed up to that town on a train and nobody knew why. She was, like, super young. Like, nobody knew what she was coming for, but she came from out of town. And then she vanished and they later found her body in this, like, creek on Dead Woman's Road. And now people say if you go there at night, you can, like, hear a woman who's, like, calling for help. So I sure enough did drive there at night with my sister and we got out of the car and we started walking through the fields in the pitch black of rural oklahoma on dead woman's road just stop because and who says i don't i don't seek out the scary like that I, that <laughs> felt like that was pretty ballsy <laughs> that is ballsy
1: yeah and i'll let you know it's called custer county
0: oklahoma that's right custer county
1: custer wow this is actually really interesting
0: it really the was the little um blip about it you know, wow. you know, what was crazy about it, though, is I knew that the, the lore was kind of legit because anybody I asked in town, because that's my first thing I go to the locals and I'm like, so what can you tell me about this street? The woman who was the working at the front desk because I always go to the front desks of hotels because I feel like all they do is intake gossip. And she I said, do you know anything about Dead Woman's Road? Like out of a movie, Sue, she looked up at me and she was like. Well. Well, what do you want to know? Like, she was, like, had not been asked about that in years, Dead Woman's Road. Like, we don't really talk about that all too much because something went down there kind of thing. It's a creepy place.
1: This is so, – wait, can I read the Creepers just, like, this little paragraph about do. it? Yeah, give full context. Because it's actually – like, it's a great little just blip, like the Wikipedia article. So just quick, but it's creepy. On July 6, 1905, a school teacher named Katie DeWitt James filed for divorce. The next day, she carried her 14-month-old daughter, Lulu Bell, to a train station in Custer City. James was going to visit her cousin, who lived in Ripley, Oklahoma. Her father, Henry, came to bid farewell. Her husband, Martin, did not come to the station. A few weeks later... Henry, the father, became concerned that he had not heard from his daughter. So he contacted a sheriff who suggested hiring a detective uh, named Sam Bartell. Bartell started his investigation, but nobody remembered seeing a woman and a baby there. Then on July 28th in Weatherford, Oklahoma, Bartell learned that James and the baby spent a night in the house of William Moore. They were brought to this house by Moore's sister-in-law, Fanny, a resident of Clinton, who was known as Mrs. Ham, and uh, her reputation was that she was a sex worker.
0: Mrs. Ham? In the morning. Ham? Mrs.
1: Ham. Mrs. Ham. A, a
0: sex worker named Mrs. Ham. A Hamm. sex
1: worker named, named Bitch, Mrs. Ham.
0: I ain't the reincarnate, <laughs> like, <laughs> we just gotta go see Mrs. Ham. Mrs. Ham. <laughs> baby, I'm Mrs. Ham. <laughs> Department. Holy shit that's so funny. If,
1: if that is not a a brothel or a, uh m- what do they call them not the house mother.
0: Oh, The oh, ma- madam. The madam. A madam, yes.
1: Madam Mrs. Ham. Mrs. Ham. Mrs. Ham. Madam Ham. Madam Ham. Uh wait, okay, hold on. In the morning. <laughs> In the morning, Norton, James, and the, maybe I'm, maybe this is too much to process. In the morning, I'm following. I'm tracking. James and the baby left in a buggy, headed for Hydro. I guess is another town, Oklahoma. Okay. Eyewitnesses report that the buggy entered a field near Deer Creek, and Norton came out alone. Oh wait, who's Norton?
0: Edward Norton.
2: Oh,
1: oh 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 <laughs> the, the I know. I'm like, whoa. The person that they like stayed in their house, like spent the night, it yeah. was the sister-in-law, Fanny Norton. Okay. Okay. So That's she had gone with them, I guess. They enter a field near Deer Creek.
0: That's where I and was. And
1: Norton came out alone approximately 45 minutes later. Then she came back to her home. And later, the investigator discovered that the two women and the baby were seen by witnesses near Deer Creek. The detective ended up being able to find the baby. The witness testified. Oh, wait, was the baby alive? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, The witness testified that Norton had left the baby with a boy and asked him to take the baby home. The baby was unharmed, but her clothing was covered with blood. Weird. While locals search for James, Bartell, the investigator, tracked down Norton, the friend that was with them, Mm -hmm. who denied she murdered James later. That day, Norton committed suicide by poison.
0: <gasps> okay, so she definitely On August, murdered. The, the yeah, <laughs> so she definitely killed
1: her. On August 31st, James' remains were found near Deer Creek, about 20 miles east of Clinton. Mm-hmm. Her head was found severed from her body. <gasps> Whoa. And his her her father confirmed that they were the remains of his daughter. The murder was never solved. So, she, yeah, so I guess oh, clearly. Oh, I
0: completely forgot about Wait, that's kind of crazy. She beheaded this woman? Wow. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. Now I understand why the people at the hotel wouldn't talk about this with me. <gasps> you oh. hear
1: that? Who Scary. is that? I
0: don't know. I don't know. It sounded like an alarm.
1: Oh my god. Was that the stop? That was honest <laughs> to God. This that was the spirit of
0: Ooh. either Mrs. Ham or Mrs. Ham. <laughs> I Can I that, say <laughs>
1: That was Mrs. Ham saying speak on it?
0: She Mrs. Said, <laughs> Ham is going to be a new staple for this podcast, <laughs> Mrs. Yes. That's me, bitch, Mrs. Well, okay, that's... it reminded me. So when I was in college, we went to Amsterdam. Um, I didn't go with this group. This was like Gavin, Scott, and like all them. They ended up going to Amsterdam first. Uh, and they went through like the red light district. But like on the far outskirts of the red light district, there are daytime sex workers who are in the windows, and that's usually mm-hmm. pretty uncommon. Like you don't usually see like, women or any sex workers, like, in the windows in broad daylight. There was this woman, and her sign said Lucy. And she was a Miss Ham, is the only way I could describe (laughs) from their description. She was broad daylight. I'm not kidding. This is the actual description Gavin gave me. Broad daylight, middle-aged woman, little heavier set, sitting there in a full-on, like, G-string bikini, midday on a stool, eating an entire (laughs) platter... (laughs) An entire platter of chicken wings in broad daylight. And they literally stop dead in their tracks while walking. Because, like, you're in the midst of, like, these, like, (laughs) elite, like, art galleries. Like, let's go see the Picasso exhibit, you know? And then she's on your left. And they just stopped dead in their tracks and looked right up at her. And they read the sign. It said Lucy. Like, 35 euros or whatever it said. (laughs) And she looked at them. Puts down her chicken wing. Just starts slapping her thigh. Mrs. Ham. Mrs. Ham. That's like Mrs. she looks. Le- she
1: went- <coughs> <laughs> You're doing that a little too easily right now.
0: Because that woman was me.
1: That was you. <laughs> and I- that's
0: how I met Gavin and Scott. <laughs> I-,
1: I have to tell you, I think I also saw Mrs. Ham when I went to Amsterdam when I was I didn't know you 14 years old. Wait, what were we doing in Amsterdam 14? at 14? <laughs> okay, buckle up. I'm like, what time is it? Oh, How shit. long? I know.
0: <laughs> Keep, speak on it, girl. They want to hear.
1: I'll make it queek.
0: A queek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's something Mrs. Ham would say. I'll make it queek. I'm Mrs. Ham. I'll make it queek. i <laughs> <laughs> my pants. My bladder is like really I'll pushing it-, it right now.
1: <laughs> I know. Same here. I'll make it queek. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Ham. I'm Mrs. Ham. I don't even know. I'm, I'm I don't even know if I can tell this story. I'm
0: bursting blood <laughs> vessels in my eyes are hell.
1: Creepers, I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'll make it weak. <laughs> so Bad
2: right
1: now. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know how I could tell this story. Oh Ooh. my god, <laughs> she's Mrs. But Okay, so if Nancy is the matriarch of Creep Time, the podcast, Mrs. Ham is the matriarch of Creep Time after dark. Stop, I'm
0: gonna die. I can't breathe. Gotta- I gotta pause. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, <laughs> creepers, I'm, oh I'm, I'm crying so hard. <laughs> I'm
1: crying. I'm crying looking at you crying. That's the so funniest part about this. Oh, my
0: God. It's just so funny. Oh.
1: That's so funny. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I haven't laughed like that in a minute. That is so funny. It's from oh something God. so ridiculous.
2: <laughs>
1: I'll make it quick.
0: <laughs> uh, that is too good. I'm going to title this episode 45 Minutes of Them Uncontrollably Laughing <laughs> as they slip into a psychosis. i
1: of something so stupid. I'll make it squeak. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> Every time you say it. It's it, it just starts this little thing
2: over for me again. again.
0: Do you know what it is?
1: It sounds so much like I'll make it, qu- it sounds like <laughs> it just too close. But also I said it with such seriousness.
0: You did, and like it I,
1: came out of my mouth.
0: It, it gave me it gave me a jump off point for like what the <laughs> accent of that woman is, of Madam Ham. She goes, I'll make it queak. You looking for something queak? I'm Madam Ham. <laughs> I'm
1: Madam Ham. Oh, my God.
0: I'm going to open crying. up a bed and breakfast called Madam Ham's. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> lounge of libations. Madam Ham's lounge of libations.
1: Stop. I'm crying. So I, think I, I, I'm crying. I think I actually pissed myself. I I actually peed oh a little bit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> And the slapping of the thigh, I can't. I'm making squeak.
0: Slapping (laughs) the thigh. (laughs) I'm mad at me.
1: I'm actually really glad to be my parents.
0: Oh my god. Oh my God. god. Oh my god. Oh god. Can you spell? Can you spell so Queek for me? <laughs> queek, Queek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> I feel like it's Q E E K. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, it's either that or it's like chic. It's like
0: Q-U-I-C. <laughs> like that too. I'll make it queek. Queek.
1: <laughs> chic and queek.
0: <laughs> Can you just what does Madam Ham look like in your mind? Because I have a visual.
1: <laughs> I basically am imagining, I'm imagining the matchmaker for Mulan. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, no. Help me. I'm going to Va- choke. Mulan. <laughs> oh, she'll make it queek. You gotta oh go see god. Madam Ham. She's going to make it queek. <laughs> make <laughs> gotta... it queak.
1: It's so Honestly. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh my god, I can't breathe. I'm going to get if that I tattooed
0: saw, somewhere
2: in my body. <laughs> I can
1: too. But if I did see a prostitute in broad daylight that I did <sighs> not think it was going to be if she just looked at me and said, I'll make it queek I'll and make it clap her thigh, I'd say, Okay, right. giddy on up. I'm ready.
0: I would say that's a woman who knows what she wants uh, and knows knows what right. I want to.
1: With the chicken wing.
0: <laughs> the chicken wings is really what solidified that story for me. But they referred to her Same. like Lucy, because that was her name, was their Madam Ham for like so many years. They're like, <laughs> Oh, we gotta go back to see Lucy. Like, we gotta like learn about her story. Madam Ham. Could you just remind me, because I've already <laughs> forgotten, why was Madam, why was Ham, the last name Ham, introduced in the previous story? Who was she in uh, the context yes. of that story?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest part. Hold on. <laughs> who was Madam
0: Ham she was, in that narrative? They were is.
1: brought to this house by Moore's sister-in-law, Fanny Norton, the killer, okay. a resident of Clinton, who was also known as Mrs. Ham and reported <gasps> to be a sex worker.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So she
1: was th- the madam killed her.
0: Got it. Okay. Wow. Madam Ham is lethal. Fanny
1: Sh- Norton, AKA Mrs. Ham.
0: Madam Ham. Madam. Mm,
1: and that's Madam Ham to you. <laughs> and
0: that's I'm known as Madam throughout the county. <laughs> make it quick. <laughs> Gotta make it quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta make it quick.
0: <laughs> that um, really put me in a headspace. I'm gonna need medication to come down from. <laughs>
1: I am entering the week feeling good. (laughs) Wait,
0: what was the story you were even trying to tell before we
1: got? Oh my god. Well, now it's gonna be it's so secondary to covering Madam Ham and Make It Queek, but um. that's gonna I hope
0: you know that's gonna be a staple in like the Reddit threads. They're gonna go fucking wild with that one.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going to like seriously be tearing up thinking about that for a long time. My Madam Ham story. I did one of those. Do you remember those like people to people trips that like you would get solicited? People 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 to people was this like organization that at the time, I think my friends and I thought it was like so amazing that we got asked to go on this trip. But it was like basically a leadership thing. Where, okay. if you got certain, like, if you got good enough grades, if you had done certain leadership things at your school, mm-hmm. you could qualify to go on this trip. Qualify. Mm-hmm. To, you could pay to go on this trip. Well, they
0: made you pay for it?
1: You you had to pay. Oh, my God. But it was what like supposedly so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a total con. But <laughs> you would go with like other kids in your county that were like supposedly super, you know, intelligent and like right. on the young leaders of America. That's right. It was the same thing. <laughs> and so um I went and then three guys and one other girl from my school got in. And so we all went. That sounds fun. And it was so life changing, like truly, because I was 14 years old. I had never been out of the country. Yeah. And we went to Ireland, Belgium, Wales, uh France and our last uh, stop was Amsterdam.
0: I didn't know any and of this. So, well, you were such a like yeah. an enriched kid. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it was so cool. Like, But it was truly – I mean, we were staying with – the other thing that was really awesome about it was that we were with people from all different high schools, like, around our area and beyond Super our cool. area.
0: Super cool. So, like,
1: I didn't know any of these people. And also, I have to say, I was in a very, like – like my private school I went to, I felt like I was with only the same types of people. I mm-hmm. felt like it was like an incubator for the same types of people. So for me, it was like amazing because I was really in like the first big diverse like group of kids my age that I mm-hmm. had ever been in. Truly. Right. Um.
0: And you all had the common factor so, of like your home state too, which is like that's a nice place. yeah yeah
1: yeah. That and that was very cool. Like we're all North Carolinians. Like we all and so. We end up going on this trip, but like you'd have to, we'd switch rooms around every night, and like I'd be staying with somebody from like you know,
0: oh fun, three
1: counties away. Like it was just very weird, um, but it was cool.
2: (laughs) It It was awesome.
1: Yeah, it really was worth it. Um, and so when we got there, we had a um, a guy from England that was like our designated host for our trip, and he was going to go with us everywhere. Yeah. Yeah and well we had the best part was we had two north carolina public school teachers that were actual chaperones and Perfect. so when we got over there yeah they were like y'all they were like we're taping the doors like on the hotel room tonight
0: oh my god we got to speak on that, that in a of, minute
1: <laughs> yes yes we do But the guy that was our actual guide once we got over there, Nicholas, was super cool. He had like just graduated from university and he was like (sighs)
0: twenty-two and he was like so chill. Do you guys have crushes on him? And all the girls had crushes. Was he he not not a looker? Okay.
1: He wasn't quite a looker, but he he was he did have like a Ron Weasley vibe to him. He had like he was a ginge. Okay. He but he was super cool. He had the coolest personality. And mm. <laughs> like, he had the coolest personality. Was the police not a are looker. coming, the police
0: are coming in the background to a rescue, like, for that out of pocket statement.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna put that
0: that's gonna be my email signature. Make it quick <laughs> sincerely, madam. Truly, truly. I feel the only reason I asked Whenever was because I, we we had a chaperone. On our when we went study abroad for college, but he was like 20, I don't know, four or something. All yeah. the girls, even the guys, were just like, he's so hot. Oh, if only for of the course. fact that he was like attractive, like moderately attractive, and like three years older than us. We were like, Yeah, he's a god among men. Like we just thought he was like so cool. He just seemed cool. He had his life figured out.
1: Yeah. Well, so, this, I mean, this guy definitely seemed cool. Like he did seem like a God among men to us, but as a girl, I wasn't like, oh my God, dying for him.
0: Like you saw him. You he, said, he, make it queek. I said, make baby, it queek. Baby, make it queek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold that over you oh for god, the sorry. next 40 years.
1: <laughs> anytime, anytime I'm like too serious about something, I want you to just be like, make it
0: queek. Like I'll snap you out of it and be like, well, baby, make it queek.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Oh Lord! Speaking of, this story has gone on way too long. Sorry. So I'm I gonna make it quick. No, 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 no. And um, so by the end of the trip, we've been with him for like three and a half weeks. At this point, mm-hmm. a group of us has gotten very close with him, and like he's just like letting us kind of break rules and stuff. He's like, "You guys are fine." Like, whatever. oh,
0: that's cool. I like. That. And
1: he's like hanging with us, and so. Uh, the three boys from my high school, once we got to Amsterdam, were like, Can we go to the red light district? They asked. And him Nicholas if they could do was that. like, Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were, like he was so yes, but Whoa. he was so cool with us. And so he was like, You guys, like, I cannot take you to the red light <sighs> district. He was like, How can we possibly explain that to like The other chaperones, whatever, who were like, Mrs. Ham, they were going to be like, y'all take, if they see one iota
0: of a titty, like they literally- I was going to say, I was like, if we're like taping hotel (laughs) doors, the red light is probably off the table, baby. Make it queek. Off the table. (laughs) Make it queek. (laughs) Make it
1: queek. And so we literally asked Nicholas, we were like, what if we just did it? What if we snuck away during this time in broad daylight, snuck away from the group- would you take us there? And he was like, if we go there, <laughs> I can't keep saying make it quick. He was like, it has to be for like legitimately five minutes because that's all the time we have like before. Some, you know, somebody raises you the alarm. Yeah. Somebody realizes. So <laughs> I hope this doesn't come back to bite there. this
2: poor guy now.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it will never. Um, He takes us over there and I will never forget seeing. My friend's faces, my guy friends, mm-hmm. when we get to the very first window and they're like, oh, my God, thinking these are going to be like Playboy models. Mm-hmm. And the woman pulls a little curtain and pops out. <laughs> and she was the exact same. Uh, Mrs. Ham. You just described. It's Mrs. Ham. The light that left their eyes like that was. One of the funniest things I've like, I still talk about it with them to this day that they thought they were going to get like Giselle Buncheon and they got got, like, (laughs) but you know, your regular lady, like that's just what it is over there.
0: The red light is such a fascinating place because for anyone who doesn't know, people pay to rent those windows. It's kind of like how a hairdresser pays to rent a chair in a salon. So the more premium windows, the ones that are closest to the center and the, the most foot traffic, those cost the most. So the girls that are in there are like really, really pretty. And I was gonna say, like they mostly work at night. So if you go there and you see sex workers who are working in the red light in the center at night, Sue, so they are Playboy models. Like they're yeah. victorious secret models in the center. Like the craziest, Oh, I believe the craziest, prettiest women you've ever seen. Cause I was there with um with Jen and other Derek and we were like walking around and we just saw like the most gorgeous women in the center. But the further you go on the outskirts, that's when like Mrs. Ham comes into play, (laughs) 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 which, you know what? They're just as beautiful too, but there's definitely, there's a different vibe to them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like they're knocking at the
2: glass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're knocking at the glass and they're going, make it quick, baby.
1: We're gonna get sued so hard by John Ham's new wife, who is like a like a Victoria's Secret model.
0: Stop. Good, okay, yeah. I don't feel too bad for her then. She's fine. She can be Mrs. Ham for a second. <laughs> We gotta wrap it. We gotta wrap. It's too much. I
1: was gonna say, and with that, and with that, John Ham tonight in bed is gonna look at her and go, Macky. I
0: can't get over it. I just like. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself an aneurysm, I'm gonna like burst a blood vessel. Well, so baby weird. what's the rest of the sentence like what's the lead up where she's like oh, baby you can come in if you won't mikey quick
1: though <laughs> how you're turning into like mrs love it but like
0: <laughs> i don't know what this accent baby you can come in if you won't die <laughs> mikey quick
1: but mikey quick you're actually reminding me of um I don't know if you watched the Great British Bake Off.
0: I do. Do you watch I that do. at all? Yes, I do.
1: Watch the newest season if you haven't watched any, because there's a new host and she's adorable. And Wait, did they get rid of the bald guy? Just like this. The bald guy? They did.
0: Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. He, did. he had to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm mad they um, got rid
0: of my, my other fave, who was the previous female host, not Betty. That's Well, she was a judge, but.
1: Who was the Judge. one?
0: Who was the other one? The older woman?
1: Um, oh God, I'm forgetting her name.
0: But she was so, I liked her so much. She was so comforting to me. She reminded me of like a great aunt.
1: <laughs> yes. What the heck was her name?
0: <laughs> Can I, fi- I gotta find like another Was it
1: of a- Mel? Sandy?
0: Oh, I don't know. No. She's some, she's a British comedian. She's known in that ilk. Whatever you're Mikey searching Keek. by beat, You got Mikey Queek.
1: Sue, Mel, Mary Berry, Sandy. Which one is it? Matt Lucas is who you were thinking of.
0: Uh, who? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Allison Hammond is the new host that I love. Okay. I, what I was going to say <laughs> is that this is her accent. Her accent is literally Mrs. Ham, And she says, Biscuits. When she says
0: biscuits, she literally says biscuits. Biscuits. Well, you know biscuits, what? Biscuits. Okay. but we you can make it quick, love. I I haven't decided if she's British or Southern yet, but I mean, we can't really poke fun at the British hosts and their way of speaking because every time I watch the Barefoot Contessa and she's like some good Parmesan, I am like, we don't need to do all that. We can we can situate ourselves. We're not going. I love some fresh Parmesan. I am like, it's not necessary. Parmesan.
1: Reggiana the Roach is just <laughs> crawling across the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
0: make it queek.
1: Oh, God. Make <laughs> it Wrap it up. Wrap me up. With that, Wrap me up, creepers, a bow on me. Thank
0: you for listening to this episode of Creep Time uh, After Dark. This certainly, what was our original fucking conversation?
1: <laughs> road trips. <laughs> This has been a damn road trip and a half.
0: <laughs> we 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 landed at a destination. We we're making it queek and <laughs> we'll pop in for the next one. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, everybody.
1: <laughs> Bye, guys.